Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Not Your Cable News with your host, me, Diamond Dave. Hey guys, I had a uh, huge show set up with a, uh, a ton of stuff, a ton of great new material that I had uh, acquired over the last week. I've spent a few days out in Billings, Montana and uh, uh, made a good friend out there. Um, for anybody wondering, it was a male friend. Don't get all crazy, right? Um, and uh, him and I sat and we had some really good conversation. A lot of crazy things happened while I was out there. And I had a ton of new material um, that I was going to lay on you today. But uh, instead, I, I got up this morning. It is Saturday, uh, May 21st. And uh, I got up this morning and uh, did my normal Walmart shopping. And as I'm walking into Walmart, I um, realized that uh, there is better things than all of that uh, in front of us, right? Um, than everything that uh, I had already planned to do, which I will do on a later show. Um, hopefully uh, this week I'm at home a little more so um, we can maybe get a couple shows fired off here this week. Sorry for all of the uh, intermittent shows. I keep trying to commit to myself that it's going to get better, but um, you know, I have such a strong issue with commitment that I can't even commit myself to locking myself in a room for an hour and a half, two hours and working on this goddamn show. And, uh, and that is, uh, something I love to do. So, um, there, there's commitment issue 101 for you. So anyway, I'm walking into Walmart today and, uh, we, we have all these short upcoming, uh, summer holidays. And, you know, I, I love summer. Um, I used to, uh, used to up until this year, I had a little camper that I'd pull out of the lake and I'd, you know, set it up there for the year. And, uh, earlier this year I sold the camper because I was pissed off at it one day and I said, I'm just going to sell you, you son of a bitch. And, uh, um, <laughs> now as the season is starting, I'm really regretting selling it. Um, kind of gave the fucker away. And, uh, um, <laughs> that was my first mistake. Second mistake was, uh, um, even thinking I should ever get rid of it. So now you're stuck with me on the weekends and, uh, just me and the boat. And I'm sure there'll be some good fishing stories by the end of summer. But anyway, back to my story, I'm walking into Walmart and, uh, <clears throat> I realize that, you know, we have Memorial day coming up right around the corner. Right. So, um, and then after that you have father's day, but, uh, I, I'm looking at some of the Memorial day ads and the, you know, things that Walmart has on display. And, and just for the record, I walk into Walmart and my IQ level already drops like four points, but not that it has that far to go anyway, but I'm already dumber by four points when I walk into Walmart. Um, unfortunately in Bismarck, North Dakota, we don't have like an Albertsons. We don't have a, uh, you know, <laughs> we barely have a target, right? So, um, we're all trash up here. We have, you know, three Walmarts for 70,000 people. And, uh, that's what, uh, <laughs> that's what we have. We have. So I go into Walmart and do my little morning shopping and, uh, try to get out of the way before all the crazies show up. And, uh, <clears throat> well, I was too late. It was 10 o'clock, 10 30, something like that when I showed up there. And, and anyway, I'm walking in and Here's all the Memorial Day stuff, you know, upcoming sales and all this stuff. And, you know, take $20 off of this, $30 off of that and all of those things. And I, and it, we've become so misguided as a country, right? We've, you know, we, <laughs> we've decided that Memorial Day um, <laughs> is maybe better spent, you know, shopping for a new car, new furniture for your house, whatever it is. Um, 
as well as you know, hanging out and barbecuing and drinking beer and fishing. And, and I tell you that that's what it, that's what Memorial Day really is all about. Um, but uh, <laughs> it, it certainly is not was never designed for shopping on your three day weekend. I you know I'm a bigger fan of sleeping in for a day or two and uh, you know grab the boat, put it in the water, and uh, put my little bikini on and uh, get out there and get me some sun. Um, but I'm a week away from Memorial Day, and it's like a high of 45 in Bismarck today. So anyway, so <laughs> in all seriousness, not really. Um, <laughs> here we are, you know, you know, Uncle Ernie, you know, it's short for Ernest. Um, Uncle Ernie didn't uh, storm the beaches of Normandy um, <laughs> for you to go out and, uh, you know, save $20 on your Italian leather sofa um nor did uh, he he ever think that uh, you know <laughs> buying a uh, you know imported car was uh, the thing to do uh, why he got shot in the head on the beaches of normandy um nor did uh, was it ever desired or you know desired thought of um that we should be uh, you know <laughs> sitting in our backyards drinking beer and uh, <laughs> throwing bags or whatever you want to call it. I still call it cornhole. I spend enough time in the South. It's still fucking cornhole to me. But playing fucking cornhole in your backyard, you know, on, on Chinese-made boards and while looking on your Japanese-made phone. So that is, a, that is a true American holiday, and that is what we have turned into. Um, instead of remembering uh, Uncle Ernie that uh, had half his brain laying on the beach. So um, <laughs> let's not forget that. Let's take a minute in a week or so here and... Uh, um, take a minute, take in a parade, take in uh, a moment um, to honor those. But uh, uh, it was never designed to be what it has become. But uh, certainly, I think Uncle Ernie would certainly be uh, um, all but satisfied with us sitting around drinking 132 Budweiser's and uh, you know throwing some U.S. beef on the grill. And uh, he'd say that was worth dying for. So anyway, um, there's Memorial Day for you. Now we get to Father's Day. Now Father's Day to me is is one of the craziest holidays in the world because when I grew up, <clears throat> there was no father, right? Uh, he was gone. So Father's Day was just another fucking day. Um, Dad left before I can even remember, and I was raised by my grandparents, who uh, you know probably had a brother Ernie, but. Uh, but, uh, you know, so Father's Day was never a, a really big time for me. Now, as I became an adult and I started dating people, um, particularly uh, people of the opposite sex that had, that had children, um, all of a sudden Father's Day took on a little bit of a meaning to me. But as I'm walking through Walmart today, and I laughed at first until I really got to thinking, so hear me out on this one, right? I'm walking through Walmart and they have Father's Day cards, in a five-pack. Picture this. Father's Day cards in a five-pack. Now, I used to uh, kind of understand the buy one, get one half off or something like that. Because you know what? Maybe you're getting one for you know dad and one for father-in-law or something like that. But now you got them in five-packs. Think about that for just a second. <clears throat> I laughed at it. And I'm like, wow. You know, that's kind of... Uh, that's kind of... An, in, in, inventive right there you know some people be set for the next five years so then i got to thinking and all of a sudden it wasn't so fucking funny anymore um <laughs> i've dated <laughs> two damn girls um one within the last 
14 months that had five children with five different fathers. Now, that was in my early 20s. <laughs> yes, I said that right. <laughs> Two individual women that had five babies with five different daddies. All right, so <laughs> in my early 20s, I don't know, I was, what, 23, I guess, 22, 23, something like that. I started dating this gal, and we were together for seven freaking years, right? So she had four kids when we met. She was the same age as me. She had her first one at, like, 14 um, and didn't know who the father was. Now, now there's a pretty good definition of, you know, that's a little freaking tramp in training, Um <laughs> whatever you want to call that one kind of is what it is right so and then we had a child together so that gave her five with five different daddies so <laughs> i never thought much of it i guess you know at that age but as time went on i went through the seven years and and uh, again father's day i moved to florida and uh, all of a sudden realized i got a phone call one day from a guy that said he was my father um and that we should develop some kind of a relationship so <clears throat> we did <clears throat> and uh, we did <laughs> and he developed a relationship with my girlfriend more on the lines of a romantic relationship than a daughter-in-law relationship so um, <laughs> that re that relationship both relationships ended um, upon the fact that uh, he was having a romantic relationship um, that I interrupted at one point um, between uh, him and my girlfriend of seven years. And uh, so that that's how that one went. And I'm still not a fan of Father's Day. But back to the five cards in one little pack. I mean, do you open that up and do you like look at it? And do you, you know, how do you, uh, you know, I don't know. I, I mean, how do you decide which kid's giving which one? <laughs> I don't freaking know, right? So then years later, um, we'll go on down the road, and, and, and now I'm I'm 50, so let's say I was, you know, dating this woman when uh, I turned 49, started, you know, late in my 48s, dating this woman, and uh, it didn't dawn on me at the time, and her kids, for the most part, were a little older. Now, you know, by the time I'm 49 years old, I'm kind of done with, you know, raising kids and all of that. I'm, you know, I'm enjoying life. I got, you know, got a little coin, got a little whatever, right? I'm enjoying life. I got a good job. Life's pretty settled. Got my dogs, which could be like kids, but uh, they're they're not. So, <coughs> so <laughs> we start dating and, and it was all, you know, fine and dandy, whatever. She had... I can't remember the, the exact ages. I believe she had a 24-year-old, like a 22-year-old, a 19-year-old, a 13-year-old, and I believe a 5-year-old was a young boy. So, um, And she had three of the five still living at home with her, the 19-year-old, and the next one up, I believe, or was it? No, I'm sorry. Um must have been 26 and 24. Anyway, I forget. So anyway, the, the, the oldest boy and the, and the youngest girl um, were not living at home. Um, had uh, the oldest girl and then the two younger boys that were still living at home. And uh, <laughs> it didn't dawn on me until today that I, I kind of circled back. And uh, <laughs> was, here I was dating that same person 
um, <laughs> all these years later, um, five children, five different daddies buying a five pack, um, <laughs> for Father's Day. And, uh, it, it really, really just kind of, uh, kind of hit me hard, you know, that, uh, in a funny way, not in a bad way, in a funny way that, uh, there is a marketable reason to have Father's Day cards, um, on the shelf at a deal in a five pack. So, um, you know, again, you know, Father's Day is a, uh, is an interesting holiday because it's not really a, a holiday. And I think, you know, most dads, um, unlike the mothers, you know, <clears throat> for Mother's Day, we take them out for champagne breakfast and, you know, wine and dine mom all day. Dad just wants to be left the fuck alone in his easy chair and, uh, you know, <laughs> or in his boat or whatever. But he don't want all that shit, right? Give him a card, buy him a pair of socks, give him some underwear or whatever. Um, at my age, damn near need some compression socks. But, uh, you know, do something for dad special this year. And, uh <laughs> <laughs> whatever you do, if you're buying the uh, five pack for your kids to hand out to their dads, I uh, I can't imagine that fight. You know, the kid the kids are yelling and screaming over. I want to give my dad that card. They should probably just have them all blank. I didn't stop and pick them up and look at them because I, that was uh, <laughs> just too much. Because I could walk by about twenty feet and I'm like started shaking my head, going, "You dumbass! I can't believe you've been there, done that." And uh, <laughs> so. <laughs> There you go. That's uh that that's the two upcoming holidays and uh you know I don't know uh, I don't know where you go from there after uh, a five pack of cards. And uh so I I think that's it for uh for those holidays and uh, we'll move right along here in just a minute to uh, uh to my trip to Billings and we'll uh, do a little review of Billings and a little review of my trip. Um, so ha hang out with me for just about another 30 seconds. Um, got, got to get the advertiser in there. So, uh, hang out with me for just another 30 seconds and we'll, uh, talk about Billings. All right. And I'm back. So, um, first of all, I want just a disclaimer on tonight's, um, show, um, for the first time ever, I'm actually doing this show sober without, a, without a drink in my hand. So, uh, when you hear me drinking tonight, it's, uh, it's actually out of a bottle of water um, because my trip to Billings um, was so uh, heavily alcohol uh, induced or I was overserved or what have you. Um, it was a, uh, it was quite the trip. Now, if you've never been to Montana and it's about a six hour drive to Billings from my house and um, it sure as hell is a whole lot cheaper to drive out there than it is to fly at today's prices. Um, cause it would cost me, I don't well not me, but the company, cause I don't pay for this shit. It would cost roughly $1,300 to fly the cheap seats because, uh, you have to fly from Bismarck, North Dakota. Um, and you can't fly just 400 miles to Billings. You have to fly into Denver, Minneapolis, change planes, get another little fucking plane and land in Billings, Montana. And it takes about nine hours. Um, so it's actually quicker for me to drive. And, and while I'm driving, I, I, I do listen to other podcasts and other comedians. And, um, <clears throat> so I, I came across one, um, that I'm not going to plug them yet, but, uh, <laughs> because I, I remember the name, I just don't remember the name right now. Uh, 
And they do this great show, and they interview high-end or famous comedians or guys right out of gas and gals right on the break of making it um, to decide if they're class or trash, right? Um, and uh, I spent uh, both directions listening to that damn show. And let me tell you, these two guys, um, they're funny as fuck. Um, I tried to listen to a couple other ones, and um, they were really, uh, really kind of lame. I, you know, and these were... You know, very well paid um, podcast. So um, I don't know what I got to do to get there, but uh, somebody needs to hook me up. I'm probably on the wrong platform or something. But anyway, <clears throat> so Billings, I get there, and, and Billings is a population of a roughly 106 to 110,000 people, uh, fairly industrial. Um, it certainly uh, is not a. Uh, in, in my opinion, it's not a warm, comfortable city to travel to. Um, I, I like Billings, um, but uh, it's just a little different atmosphere. And and so while I'm there, and and, and like I said, I do like Billings. I'm not picking on Billings. It, it's just uh, it, it's got its uh, it's got its little niche in the world, right? There, there's some refineries, there's some factories. There's you know you almost feel like. Montana's too beautiful to have all this smog going in the air and shit, but um, it, it keeps the city going and keeps it growing. Um, there's, I'm sure there's plenty of tax dollars there. Um, hotels are not fucking cheap. Um, so I stayed at a place, um, I, and I will plug them. I stayed at a place called Bighorn Resort, right? And, uh, and it's a pretty nice little joint. Um, if you're not familiar with Montana, every bar is called a casino because they allow gambling in the bars. And it's not gambling like you think it is. So it is the little electronic pull tab machines or um, whatever you want to call them. We call them electronic pull tab machines here in North Dakota. Um, but you can certainly sit down and wager a bet. Now, they don't have blackjack tables. They don't play cards. They don't do anything fun like that. Um, so I go in night one. I get there on Monday. And I go in night one. And uh, sit down at this bar, um, there's a little lounge in there, and, and I shit you not, it's, there can't be 12 bar stools, right? And then there's two tables. And uh, you sit down, and <laughs> I wanted a drink. <laughs> well, um, much to my surprise, um, there's a bartender somewhere in this fucking building. She ain't in the bar. So I, I'm a pretty patient person. I sit around, sit around, sit around. There was another guy that was in there was finishing up his drink. He left and I'm sitting there and, uh, <laughs> I don't know. It might've been eight to 12 minutes, give or take 20 minutes. Um, <laughs> and eventually got impatient and I hadn't seen the freaking bartender yet. So I start checking out what's on the back wall. I got the hell up. I mixed myself my own fucking drink. Um, never did tell them. I don't think I got charged for it. I may have, um, and I'd gone out for dinner to a place and I had had a couple drinks of dinner. So I already had a little bit going, right? And uh, so I mix my own freaking drink and I sit back down. I'm the only one in this bar. And uh, <laughs> I'm like, well, this is freaking great. This is how the rest of my week's going to be. Well, let's not, let's not say right there that it was going to be an uneventful week. So um, or an, even an uneventful night because uh, it, it got pretty nuts here in just a minute. So uh, finally, bartender comes in and uh, <laughs> for a uh, 
I believe she said she was 34, 36 years old, if even that old. This chick wore those years really, really, really hard. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> I don't know what she had been through, but uh, uh, she had been through something, right? Um, I, 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 you know, I don't even think Maybelline can help that one out. That was a, it was a little, uh, little edgy. Um, so I, I'm sitting at the bar and sitting there talking to a couple people, you know, started kind of filling in and you start realizing real quick that there's a ton of testosterone in this room. There is a lot of men in there and no women, um, <laughs> which usually causes things to get a little weird, right? I mean, not that anybody's picking up on anybody. Nobody's trying to suck somebody's dick or anything like that, but you just, it, it just gets to where there's so much male power in one place. And, you know, and I've said it before in a show and I hate that goddamn term, you know, that the alpha male bullshit, I don't, I don't get into that. I don't play that game, whatever. So, um, and then all of a sudden in comes this girl that, uh, again, I, she was in her early thirties, um, built like a brick shit house. And uh, the guy I'm sitting there talking to at the time, he was a former U.S. Senator. He came back down a little later and uh, had the cutest dog with him. And of course, you know where she was? She was cuddled right up next to the former U.S. Senator because she's looking for a paycheck. She kept talking about all the shit she had, all these short-term rentals and all the property she owned down the Black Hills and all this stuff. Um, boys, let me tell you, she was just a friggin' bar whore. Um, <laughs> she, she was, uh, far from what, uh, I could wrap my head around that she really had said she had. So, um, and if she did, she probably won it from, you know, some old man that, you know, had a heart attack while they were screwing or something. Um, and that would not surprise me one bit. And, uh, so anyway, so. I was sitting there, the, the bartender's like, you know, she's like, hey, if you want, you have this little Bluetooth speaker. I didn't even have a fucking jukebox in this bar. <clears throat> she's like, hey, if you want to, you know, hook up the Bluetooth, you can play your own music out, you know, because it was just me and her, a couple people. <clears throat> just play your own music. So, you know, I fire up my Spotify. I got to throw Spotify in there because they are a, a part of Anchor. Um, <laughs> so I fire up my Spotify, whether or not it, it it may have been, it may not have been, it may have been the Amazon music, um, but don't tell Spotify. Um, so <laughs> anyway, instead of listening to music, da, 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 and I'm, I'm talking about my podcast, talking about this whole deal. And, you know, so the, the old guy's like, Hey, you know, I want to listen to it. Yeah. I'd, I'd love to listen to it. You know, I'd crack a couple jokes, whatever. We're all laughing, having some fun. So I turn on a podcast. Okay. And, uh, <laughs> I probably, <laughs> should look at my audience before I start doing that, right? Um, and there might have been one or two people that were easily offended in that room, and it, there might have been a fucking Karen and a Clint and a whatever. If you don't understand the Clint episode or reference, I mean, you go back and listen to some earlier episodes of uh, the male version of Karen being a fucking Clint because, uh, by the way, he has not emailed me in a while, so he obviously stopped listening listening to the show but uh, <laughs> I finally must have offended him one too many fucking times. Um, so all of a sudden, um, I'm sitting here talking to this guy that I had just met. I was talking about my other show um, at the time. Uh, him and I were talking about my other show that I do, uh, Man to Man, which is a more serious men's mental health show. And uh, <laughs> so she gets in our face, right? And And him and I were having a good 
heated debate conversation, whatever. Right now, now I'm pretty freaking drunk, but I'm probably like 11 drinks into my night. I, I can barely see straight. And I'm probably not making any fucking sense to anybody. Uh, again, that's why I'm not drinking tonight because I probably drank four bottles of Bacardi while I was out there. Um, but anyway, and that was only three nights. And anyway, so things get really, really, really dumb. And I can't even remember everything that was said. I couldn't tell you how long it lasted because I was pretty intoxicated. All I know at some point, the bartender had one of the the male employees come down to the bar because she was pretty sure there was going to be a fight in this place. So she got the girl, they got the girl to kind of back off. Um, my new friend, Jesse, he looks at me and says, Hey, let's, you know, let's go outside, have a cigarette. Let's, you know, just kind of shake this off for a minute. And uh, so Jesse and I go outside and we're having a cigarette. I'll be fucking damned if this girl doesn't show up again. Right. And, and <laughs> she's like a goddamn dog picker in that, right. That won't leave you alone. She just buzzing, buzzing, buzzing in your freaking ear all night long. And she can't be frick a buck 10, buck 20 freaking meth head that, uh, you know, has four teeth and uh, really, <laughs> really thinks she's got a platform that she's going to stand on. Now, um, Jesse's a great guy. Jesse took this all in stride and he certainly probably uh, um, helped keep everything in perspective, having somebody else standing there. Um, never really had to say anything, but we understood, you know, by that point what we were dealing with. Um, so this, this is night number one. I go to my room. I'm like, fuck, I, you know, <laughs> it's, well, I don't know what it was, nine, uh, one o'clock in the morning, two o'clock in the morning. I don't know, but I'm pretty freaking drunk. So I stumble back to my room, lay down in bed and hope to God you have those nights, right? You hope to God you just, <clears throat> I hope I don't freaking puke, right? You lay down and the room spinning and you try to put your foot on the floor to stop the bed from spinning. That don't freaking work. You know, everything in the world. Well, <clears throat> I wasn't that drunk. I did sleep through it, but God damn it. 530 came early. And, uh, <laughs> so I, I go on about my business, what I got to do for work out there. I get in my car and I drive down to where I got to drive down to. I'm three quarters away. I go, man, <clears throat> I sure could use me a damn, you know, bacon, egg and cheese biscuit and orange juice from McDonald's. And then I go, fuck, I left my wallet back at a hotel. Guess I'll go without. Right. So <clears throat> then I'm, you know, I've got a few things I got to take care of there and I got a conference call or some shit I got to get on in the morning where I can't uh, run right back to the hotel as soon as I want to. And uh, which would have been dangerous anyway, because I probably would have crawled my ass right back into bed because I'm still, I'm probably still buzzing. I probably couldn't pass a breathalyzer at this point at freaking six o'clock in the morning. And uh, so <laughs> I sit down, you know, doing my thing there at the office and I'm like, well, 10 o'clock rolls around. I got an hour and a half between meetings and uh, I'm going to go back, grip my wallet so I can get me some freaking McDonald's and soak up some of this alcohol. I'm starting to feel like shit now, right? I didn't have any coffee that morning. Didn't have nothing. I was just running behind. So <clears throat> here I go. I'm going to go get my wallet. Right? I sit down in the rental car, feel in my pocket, and I have one of those front pocket wallets. There's my fucking wallet in my pocket. I don't know what, I don't know what, I don't know what the hell I was thinking. I didn't realize that I picked it up and brought it with me. So <laughs> as dumb as I felt, I go get me my McDonald's. Anyway, <laughs> we'll get through. We'll get through Tuesday here. So we get through Tuesday, and uh, now we're Tuesday night, and I'm like, eh, I'm just gonna eat in my room. I'm gonna lay low. I'm gonna work on some fucking podcast material. 
I got some other shit for my real job I got to do. I'm just going to sit here and I'm not going to do anything. Well, then Jesse had given me a link to a, uh, he, he has a little, um, <laughs> he's in a YouTube series um, that was published, I don't know, five, six years ago, something like that. And he had given me the link and I'm like, so he messages me and he's like, hey, did you get to watch my show? I'm like, frick. I was just about to. Now, Jesse, that's bullshit. I hadn't even thought about it again. Um, <laughs> I was just about to. So he's like, well, I'll be at the bar when you get done. Now, it's 7 o'clock. I'm like, yeah, I was just going to yeah, let me sit down here. and just firing up your video. I'll be there when it's over with. And uh, so I watched the first episode of this thing. And I, it was pretty damn funny. Like I said, I'm going to get Jesse on here one time. And uh, maybe more than once, but uh, he's a pretty funny guy. And this thing was, uh, <laughs> this thing was actually pretty entertaining. I was impressed by a low budget, little skip. Um, this thing was really funny and really fucking entertaining. So, um, <laughs> get a chance. I will actually, when I get him on here, I will let him, uh, I will let him plug it, um, or whatever. Um, Maybe, I'm sure he'd give me permission, no problem. The problem is, is they just never got any traction. So they did like six in this little mini series thing, and and I watched number one and number two, um, pretty good. So I go back to the freaking bar. <laughs> now this is Tuesday night. There is, I don't know, forty fucking men in this place. Okay. Thank God I wasn't part of any drama that night. But shit got so out of control with all these young bucks talking about the basketball. Who's the freaking best basketball player, best football player ever? And let me tell you, the louder one person talks, the louder the next person talks. You've all been in that room, right? That it's like, holy shit, y'all, just shut the fuck up. Okay? It's okay to have an opinion that doesn't equal mine. I mean, I mean, we got guys saying, you know, Tom Brady's the best quarterback ever. Well, Tom Brady may be one of the best quarterbacks in today's football but you're forgetting a few things, right? You have quarterbacks like Terry Bradshaw, and I'm not a big Terry Bradshaw fan. I don't think he's funny. I think he's goofy looking. But, <clears throat> you know, that was back in the day when there was no rules about hitting the quarterback. And Terry Bradshaw went, you know, <laughs> wait, what, six, seven, cha seven championships? Um, Pittsburgh Steelers. So they did an amazing job, and he was getting hit. Tom Brady, if you breathe on his ear, he's got an erection and he fell down, okay? So he's not the best quarterback there ever was, right? So And then we get into, you know, the basketball side of it. I'm not a big basketball guy, but, um, you know, LeBron James, LeBron James, and then this one, and then that one. I can tell you all the names are being thrown out there. You know, let's not forget about the guys like, you know, Larry Bird and... You know, Charles Barkley and some of those guys back in the day that actually played freaking basketball to play basketball. So, so anyway, that just got way out of hand that night. Of course, the uh, little room lizard was back. <laughs> I don't know if that's the right word for her or not, but she was back for a bit. Um, <clears throat> all of a sudden, her phone rang. She had to go. Obviously, she uh, she had an appointment she had to make. And uh, so she hauled ass. She was out of there and never saw her again. And we get through Tuesday night. <laughs> Man, I had a freaking headache that night when I went back to bed. And, uh, you know, Wednesday night was pretty low-key night. Didn't stay there long. And uh, <laughs> because I was just wore out. So, uh, 
anyway, y'all, uh, my review of Billings is this. Billings is a great place to go, um, depending on what you're looking for. There is a lot of things to see around. There's a lot of scenic shit to see out there. You, you know, you're not far from, you know, Yellow, or Yellowstone Park or whatever it is, right, from the National Park. Um, there's plenty of things to do out there. There's plenty of great fishing, plenty of outdoor stuff. But Billings itself, um, pretty tough, edgy little place, right? I think they had three stabbings while I was there in a, you know, in a matter of a couple of days. But uh, still, just uh, I've been there uh, several times before, and it never never ceases to uh, be entertaining. So um, Billings is an entertaining place if you're out there for travel, if you're out there for uh, whatever, for business or pleasure or whatever. Um, Billings, Montana, not a bad place. Certainly is not Salt Lake City, Utah, um, <laughs> which uh, I know my boss lives in Salt Lake City, Utah, which is why the fuck I was out there in the first place. And dude, <laughs> I don't know about that town. <laughs> uh, him and his sending me to freaking gay bars for dinner and all that shit. Um, I got him back yesterday, though, but uh, about gave him a fucking heart attack. So, anyway, y'all, hey, that that's that's the show for today. Um, I promise, there's more coming, more coming. Like I said, I'll be, I'll have a little more time uh, coming up here soon. Um, at least now through uh, early mid June, where I can do a few more shows, and I can't even tell you what episode number I'm on anymore because uh, I've lost track. But hey, at the end of the day, be good to each other out there.